it is always better the practice what we do and the life what we have if we don't have to separate it is always good so the whole idea of practice what we are doing is the title there's a word for that i forgot what when you put the t yeah steve yeah the whole idea of the practice is to steve um huh or oh, steep <laughs> steep our life and our mind and our habitual way of doing that's the whole purpose and if you could do that whatever we act we react without thinking without doing anything whatever we react to the you know things happening it will automatically become positive dharma and virtuous and great so the whole idea is the life the craziness of the life the busyness of the life and the mind on the thoughts and all ourselves steve cook yourself in that that's another word in the really cook our life our body our mind our habitual patterns thoughts busyness and everything just cook cook with it and that way what happened is the positive energy of the spiritual product of dharma influences not only influences it all become the, the, the life itself become a part of it and after a little while there'll be no separation of the daily chores that you have to do and your prayers and that is this is a main thing main thing even in the this not I'm sorry I don't mean even in um in the mindfulness meditation and they will try to tell you I am meditating I am walking I am opening the door I am closing the door I'm this I'm that and they sort of tell you sometimes in that way turn your mind and the likewise likewise here you probably naturally if you soak your thoughts and attitudes in the like body mind and body mind so every action that we have whatever we do even the mischievous even the mischievous acts that we do whatever it is is a become part of practice even we play mischiefs or whatever even then that become a part of practice and which is the great way of doing it and the great way of benefiting individual so the ultimately what you have to do is you don't separate our life and the spiritual practice and become oneness and mix them together and that's how it affect individual and makes the individual a better or whatever as a lack you know a lack if you have a little piece of oil or this is old tibetan example the butter 
butter liquid. And if you put a drop of butter liquid in, on paper or any cloth, it sort of soaks in. It's difficult to wash it out. Sometimes it soaks so much in the paper. If you try to wash it, the paper will go. Until the paper goes completely, it cannot wash. And that is the example they gave, how the spiritual practice influences individual. So that's why everything, whatever you do in your life, you're driving a car, or talking to somebody else with business, selling or buying, or cooking, or diving, or whatever you're doing it, but sort of you're soaked in that. You're soaked in that. And so, so you don't have to be consciously saying that I'm doing this for that and this and that. But you may be doing your own business, or typing a letter, or whatever it is, you know, doing whatever it is you're doing own business. However, it was totally soaked in your practice. So even those little things, if it's quote-unquote, if it's not a negative by nature, by nature, uh, if it's not a negative by nature, so whatever you've been doing, it becomes a practice. It becomes dharma practice, it becomes a positive action, and it affects the individual. So that is very important. So you don't have to cut a time and say, look, I'm a practicing. You know, in the West, they do that. You know, sometimes in the beginning, I was a very sort of shock. Actually, really shock and surprised me is, is if somebody is doing a little practice, and if you call or they say something, and they say, oh, he's doing practice, he's doing practice, as though it's some kind of totally cut out, it becomes untouchable. And that is, uh, in a way, it's good to do it, but in a way, it's bad. You should not. Because it becomes part of the practice. And that's what, that's what it should be. It should blend in your daily life and daily chore. That's really how it works. You can, you can do it like a second one. I'm doing it. Is it okay? Yeah, go ahead. I understand trying to integrate the Dharma or practice into your life, but what I guess my problem is that, like whatever negativities from that I'm not, you know, the negativities in the day, bringing that into the practice. It's okay. To speaking, it's That's what I'm saying. It's okay. Sometimes they'll take over completely during your practice. Let it take. Doesn't matter. That's what I mean. Uh, sometimes they will take over completely during your practice. And we have lost some time, that's okay. But you just you do your practice, just read through and done. Done with it. And that's okay. That's just one day it's gone. Doesn't matter. But that's a hundred days more come from. That's really true. So that's, that's just important not to resist. And then not to feel bad about it. Okay. So, I mean, a lot of people do that. Don't worry about it. I have done many times. And they keep on doing it. Okay. Anybody else? Well, seems to be that's a normal one. What about you, Tim? Or do you have questions? I'm new to group. Um, I have a question. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it's about something different, not about what you talked about last week. Um, Are you here last week too? No, no. Oh, first okay. time. Um, you, you know, I, I know it's difficult in Tibet 
for you for you to follow your way of life. And um, for my people also, it's difficult for our people to follow our way of life, our religion, um, because of the government. Are you a Native American? And uh, many times the Dalai Lama, he come, he's come to talk to our people, to our elders. And I, I guess what I want to know, what my question would be, is about, it's different than I think this, what you would talk about. But I know it's very hard to um, maintain your religion, your way of life, when the government try to, um, always try to, you know, put, you know, to stop it. And I know you're, you're in another country now, but how, how, do, how do the people maintain their, their belief when they have the government try to stop, stop it all? I think it's a very important question. I always compare the Native Americans and the Tibetans. And we have a very, very similar way of living and look <laughs> and uh, act and all this. And the condition particularly. And, um, and the Native Americans are Native American in India. I'm sorry, in the, in the United States. And the Tibetans are also become, now it's going to become an ethnic minority in Tibet. And there's going to be very, very similarities in there. And, um, very similarities. And we do have a very similar type of, uh, very closeness of Dharma practice or the native traditional religion projects. And as well as we do have a lot of common problems, um, alcoholic problems and so on forth, it is very heavy among the young Tibetans, uh, whether it's outside the Tibet or inside the Tibet, particularly inside the Tibet, it is a very heavy uh, alcoholic or gambling or whatever it is, and all of them are there. There's very similarity. And I always look at, uh, at the, whenever, so I, I, I sort of, I watch a lot of cowboy movies on television whenever it comes up. And the one I like because of the environment and looks very beautiful. Two, I like it because of the horses. And the third, I like it because of the similarities in that. And that's the reason why I keep on always watching the cowboy movies all the time. And, um, and probably a lot of people being close with me and they see it. I always watch the cowboy movies and never come. That the, the reason is this. That, that's the real reason. Uh, it is a big problem. It's an extremely big problem. But one thing, I do not know. It all totally depends on the individual. Like the Tibetan Dharma tradition, Buddhist tradition, I mean like if you look in the West, in America, if you look at it, whether you look in New Age or the traditional, anywhere, as long as you're looking alternative products, and uh, all of them will look um, India as the source of all the, the religion, Eastern religion products, and the Tibet, as a sort of, as a sort of, as sort of source of spiritual practice, 
and the source of mystical power and all of them they do. And I believe it was, it, it was, it was for served for about over a thousand years. It is as a source of world spiritual um, treasure or spiritual resource. So sort of ultimately uh, all, even Hinduism or all of them, even Hinduism is born out of India. However, um, uh, due to the change in India, they all ultimately look in the Himalayas and uh, then into a Tibet as a source of a spiritual power or spiritual source. And we are very similar or even worse. I'm not sure whether it's similar. I think it must be worse. And we do have a communist Chinese completely taking over Tibet and forbidden the Dharma products and added up by cultural revolution and it becomes extremely difficult to maintain the traditional way. Number one. Number two, quote-unquote, what do we call it? Scientific development or the, the modern civilization, whatever it is, it has a lot of advantage and disadvantage. And all of them will drive them down too. And uh, quote-unquote, our young people, the younger people, will also have different interests, different doubts, different questions, different problems, and all of them will push them down. But one thing, even I like to share a little bit of part of my life too, I was uh, sort of selected and recognized as an incarnate Lama in Tibet. Incarnate means you're supposed to be came with your full choice and willingness and the, and the selection and so on and so forth. And all this, and as a, as an age of four, and put in the monastery and sort of drive you within that atmosphere without having an opportunity to be kid to be a kid, and without having opportunity to act as a kid, without having opportunity to behave as a kid, and they put you in the throne, sit you, put you, and teach you how to do it properly, act like an elder lama of 60 years old, and if you don't do it, you get beat up at the end, and when everybody's gone, you get quite a while beat up, for so the next time you do the right thing. So in that manner, I brought up in that manner, and uh, then uh, uh, suddenly the, the 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 Chinese communists took over completely. And by the age of 19, when I myself was 19, and kicked out of Tibet in that period, and uh, the, the suddenly all these things that I missed to be able to do, and I picked them up, and I did not pick up being a kid, you know, because I can't pick up. And however, uh, the sort of teenage rebelled, etc., etc., against the tradition, culture, religion, whatever it is. And uh, so, so I started picking up smoking cigarettes, and I'm quite good at it. Uh, <laughs> and I used to smoke, I used to smoke a lot. For 13 years, I smoked like a, a two and a half pack a day. 
there's like 30 or 40 cigarettes there of Indian tobacco, which has a lot of these problems too, and all of them. And suddenly, I, then, you know, one day I have to stop. And the day when I cut it out, I did not pick up a cigarette for years until today. Drink. And after some time, I drink a lot in India. The beer in India is this big bottle. It's not like here. You know, it's a really big bottle. And I used to drink 24 of them a day. Uh, <laughs> not every day, but you know. During some holidays. But one thing, one thing I notice, whatever you may do, whatever you may act crazy, whatever you may do it, the essence of the products, the essence of the Dharma products, is it remains as part of yourself. So, what I really um, now, if you think it, because you don't really know at that time, don't really notice at that time. Now, when you think it back, no matter whatever you do, no matter whatever you act, the, your temple is within you as part of your mind. Your religion is a part of your mind and part of your life and part of your habitual pattern. It's within you. Your love, your caring, your compassion, your practice, all of them part of your life. Like Milarepa says, when I'm walking, I meditate. I do have such a practice. I have it, but others don't have it. If others have it, how happy I am. I will be, or I am. Well, I'm eating. I practice. Whatever I eat, it becomes so offering. I have that practice. I have that way and method. I have it, but others don't have it. If others have it, how happy I will be. Likewise, while I sleep, all sleeping period goes to meditation. I have the method, others don't. If all others have it, how happy I will be. I'm not saying I like Milarepa, but you realize the tradition, the Dharma, the religion is within you. So that's why, no matter how strong the government, even the communist government, the cultural revolution, the liberation army, the Chinese liberation army, whatever, whatever, where, how, whatever they may do it, they cannot destroy the Dharma within the religion within. That's why the learning, thinking, and the meditation is the, the main tools of a practice, and that holds you together. Like earlier Tibetan teachers said, and that is a friend who will not let you down when you are in trouble. It is the wealth that no one can steal from you. 
if you are robbed. It is the quality within the, your no power on the earth can take away from you. That's all. So that's why the Dalai Lama says all the time, what did he say? We, we have only truth in hand to fight our cause or something. What did he say? Exactly. Yeah, truth is only a weapon we possess in our struggle. And that, huh? Well, yeah, in our struggle, freedom or whatever, you know. So that is really what it meant. I mean, that's my little thought, I'm sorry. I've been a little too overdone that, I'm sorry. But that's what it is. And that's why I say the Dharma practice is, what is it? Sipping. <laughs> the word, huh? Steep, the mind, that's what it meant. The, when we say the word S-T-E-E-P or whatever that is, right? And that, that's what really I mean in that. It don't depend on things you have to say. Don't depend on things what you have to, to act. It doesn't depend on the clothes what you wear. It doesn't depend on how you dress, whether you have long hair, short hair, ponytail, no ponytail, beer, no beer, whatever. It is totally that's what it is. Thank you.